0: Hello and good morning, Brendan Courtney here uh, in 9 to 10 all this week, delighted to be with you this morning So uh, Monday night's a funny night isn't it for cooking dinner, Um, there's a little bit of leftovers We didn't do any shopping at the weekend. It was a busy weekend. (laughs) I was just too lazy to go to the shops. So I invented a word. Now, we have heard of mammy dinners and the TikTok craze of girl dinner, um, which I've been told all about. But mine is called a cobbledy dinner. Cobbled together dinner. And it's actually, I would have been a terrible man for just, Throwing vegetables out, you know they've been the fridge. Go and buy more, but in fairness, I have the influence of my Polish partner, who is adamant that we. And his name is Adam. (laughs) He's adamant. He's got his own verb, noun, everything, the lot, that we don't waste. And so we even do a countdown towards our holidays. We have five days to go. I can see him breaking down whatever's left in the fridge. And by the end of it, we're eating lettuce on crackers. It's just amazing. So last night, my cobbledy dinner was... It was actually a cobbledy masterpiece, if I say so myself. I found a tin of mushy peas. Can't go wrong, love mushy peas. I put them in the pot. I'm actually getting hungry thinking about it. My mouth is watering. And I added some chilli... Some mixed herbs and some mint to the mushy peas to make them very exotic. I found, and you, they seem to live or last forever. You know those vacuum-packed mackerel fillets and the pepper? Thing? They're, there for, they're there all year round. They're your, when you open the fridge door, the mackerel is your friend. Two mackerel fillets, the mushy peas with the chilli and the bits and bobs. And then I found a head of lettuce. <laughs> I chopped that up and I added a couple of chilli flakes to it. I added a tin of tuna. In brine to mix it, so made it kind of soggy. And then I added anchovies. And I think that was a bridge too far because it was surf on surf on surf. And Adam was eating the salad and he's like, What's that? And the silvery things. So I said, Anchovies. He's like, Anchovies and tuna. How I- oh, wow. Okay. Now, the key to this cobbledy dinner, I have to say, was behind his back, I, l- I lash a load of butter in it, like loads of butter. Um, And we both ate it really satisfied, I have to say. Really delicious, and I kind of looked across the table at the end of dinner, and I was like, "Did you, uh, did you enjoy that?" And he was like, "It's absolutely delicious." I was like, "It was, wasn't it?" So, uh, cobbly dinners. Have you any cobbly dinners tips? End, end, of the bottom of the fridge. Can you magic something up? To text, text five one five five one. Brendan, I often produce a dinner called "What's in the fridge?" Mary and Cork, you're right on it, Mary. That's it. Well done. Now. <clears throat> There seems to be a general theme of rejuvenation on today's show, rebirth, one might say. So this story caught my eye: white-tailed eagles going strong in in Ireland as cork cork pairs spread their wings. So the majestic airborne white-tailed eagle play an important role in the ecosystem. And while they were once native to Ireland, they were hunted to extinction by the nineteenth century. So they've been reintroduced into the wild. A total of 24 new white-tailed eagle chicks have been released around the country as the population of the once extinct bird continues to grow. Isn't that fabulous? With the week's additions, 171 eagles have now been released through the National Parks and Wildlife Services, the NWPS programme, since its inception in 2007. And we, we were just sort of commenting upstairs. Uh, I've definitely noticed, if we're driving you know, through the countryside, more sort of hovering birds above us Oh, so many opportunities for inappropriate jokes there. But so many, you know, hovering eagles above the site. I've I've definitely noticed them and it's a really welcome site. And apparently they're very, very, very important to the ecosystem. And we'll have a guest uh, in a little while who'll be able to maybe tell us a bit more about that. Um, Staying with with nature, um, and it has been in a slightly more, obviously, serious note. It's been a very difficult summer for people living across Europe, as we know, Dreadful natural disasters, particularly in Greece, where I was on holiday and was unaffected by them, but very aware of them because I was there and was on the news all the time. Um, another natural disaster is uh, causing big disruptions in uh, Italy. Mount Etna has erupted, um, leading to cancellations at Sic- Sicily's Catania Airport. The uh, it's three. 1,330 metre high volcano burst into action overnight on Sunday firing lava and ash high over the Mediterranean island. The lava flow subsided before dawn but the ash was still coming from one of the craters. I've actually been in Sicily twice. I've been uh, up Etna twice. It's it's majestic and amazing but you're always conscious because they're really unpredictable and if you've watched the volcano on Netflix like it would really put you off going on a day trip up there because they're really, really unpredictable. Uh, flights serving the eastern Sicilian city of Catania were halted after the eruption from nearby Mount Etna. A local authorities said bringing fresh travel troubles to the crisis plagued Italian airport. Um, Catania's mayor banned the use of motorcycles and bikes while many streets in the city remain covered by ash, as a result of the erupting volcano, terrifying, isn't it? Wow. Anyway, Mother Nature, she's a, she's a, she's a wonder. So uh, this really caught my attention. Moving on to television. Uh, Peacock who's a streaming, service, it's NBC's streaming service and a um, nice little visualisation. You know, the Peacock in the NBC logo, which we see when we get a bit of American television, it's their streaming service. And this is probably, this action is probably as a result of the actors and writers strike in Hollywood. So they, they're finding it difficult, but they can't use the actors to promote their new shows or any other shows. So they're now using TikTok to promote television shows. and And initially, when you hear this, you think that's, does that work? So they're breaking full episodes of TV shows. And they have TV shows like Below Deck, Real Housewives, all those kind of things for global markets. And they're breaking them down into 30-second videos. And so you watch it by just pushing the TikTok button to the next video, to the next video, to the next video. And it works, though, because if you, if you come across something on TikTok that you like, Apparently, you'll go and find it then on a streaming service. So actually, Peacock is Sky. It's on the Sky service in Ireland. So if you see anything you like on TikTok, it, it does sound really counterintuitive to break up a TV show into 30-second clips and just watch it like that, doesn't it? Where you just kind of sit back and enjoy it. But anyway, interesting. TikTok is not going away fast anyway, and it's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Over to the... Uh, meanwhile, some nice news from the music industry. Uh, this is a lovely story, actually. Hans Zimmer has bought the BBC Made of vale Studios. So Hans Zimmer is um, a world-renowned uh, composer who made loads of scores for movies. He's made over 150 scores for films. I recognise his name as well. Uh, he made The Lion King, the score for The Gladiator, The Dark Knight, Inception and Interstellar. Like, he's, he's very prolific and very successful. And he said of BBC Made of vale Studios, actually I used to work very near Made of vale Studios. He used to work in Made of vale years and years and years ago. Um, he says, uh, and this, oh yeah, and also he did uh, the "Going for Gold" theme music. Going for gold, <clears throat> among many other brilliant. He's won a couple of Oscars and everything. Anyway, but he said of buying the BBC Maydell Studio, "In this is his quote: This was the place that kept a struggling musician like me from giving up." That's quite nice, isn't it? So uh, the studio is in northwest London, and it has played a hugely important role in music. I mean, they did live sessions from it, like Adele has performed there and recorded there. David Bowie, The Beatles, Led Zeppelin, Beyonce, Adele, and what he's promised to do is to turn part of the BBC's historic Made of Bell Studios into a school for musicians. Isn't that amazing? After their sale, to, it's amazing. So he's, he's taking it and using it for good because it was really supportive of him. That's really nice to hear. Some other very exciting news hot off the press. Westlife have been teasing, which I have to say really irritates me on social media. I've got some news coming. Oh, just tell us your news. <laughs> but they've been teasing fans across social media with something big. Something big's coming and it is actually pretty big. They've announced their North American and Canada tour. The date's for March 2024. They'll be hitting Westlife are going to Toronto, Boston, New York and Chicago for the first time. They wrote... For the first time ever, we'll be performing it live in North America. We're bringing life. the Hits Tour a St. Patrick's Day special to Toronto, Boston, New York, Chicago, March. Tickets available uh, from Friday, 10 a.m. local time. The, the quoted as say, the lads are quoted as saying, "We're also over, uh, we're all over the moon to announce that we'll be making our our American TV debut on Monday, August 21 on Good Morning America." That's really exciting, isn't it? That's really exciting. Well, what better way to kick off the show than the probably. My favourite Westlife song. Lovely text in here, Brendan. That's also my favourite Westlife song and my karaoke song. That is a good karaoke song. Thank you for the tip. Thanks for playing. on oh, my birthday. Oh, happy birthday, whoever you are. You didn't tell us your name. Happy birthday, happy birthday. Lots of cobbledy dinners. Lots of cobbledy dinner suggestions. Last night's dinner, leftover boiled spuds. I'm with you. Sliced mm, and fried in a pan with pine nuts. Now you're just showing off. Added sun-dried tomatoes, fresh tomatoes, top with beans, heated. Added... Sh- Worcestershire, I know how to say Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire sauce served with grated cheese. Delicious from D. Oh, D. DDD. D, D. That sounds delicious. Wow, Brandon, my, your dinner sounds like one of those iron stomach competition meals. True. True. All that you were all that said you weren't even trying to empty the fridge for holidays. I wasn't, so ten out of ten for me. Uh Brendan, we, we call a cobbled dinner a hodgepodge dinner, where we will use what's left before the weekly shop. That's very good. And they're always delicious dinners, Brendan. Yeah, well they taste better because they're better value. That's probably why. Hi, Brendan. I we call I made a thing, inverted commas is the name of our evening stuffage here. <laughs> You have a lovely use of language Niamh. Uh Usually lots of stuff piled into a beanie pan and thanks for reminding me that, that there's a vacuum pack of mackerel in the fridge somewhere I made a thing sorted for tonight You're very welcome Neve MacDonald Thanks so much Let's take a quick break uh, Some lovely reaction there to uh, Owen's idea about protecting the forest. Brilliant. Brendan, evening primrose flowers are an invasive species and spread crazily by seed. Impossible to get rid of. That's for an for an experiment. I cut off the flowers on top of several plants, planted them and they all grew. Scary. That is indeed a scary Teresa. Um I didn't get to ask about Japanese knotweed and its danger. I'm sorry about that for the next texture, but you will find him at um, Gaelic uh, woodland wood, woodlandplant.com you'll find them there okay let's take a quick track. <laughs> Peter, Bjorn and John with Young Folks. I never knew who sang that song until right now. Uh, Owen was actually great, wasn't he? Lots of texts in about him. Oh my God, that was so informative. Somebody just uh, texted us. People don't know about the cherry laurel. I never knew. I didn't know either. Owen has started the conversation. Great topic. And great email in, which is really interesting. Hi, Brendan. I took these two photos on either side of a woodland path here where I live in Loch Esk, Donegal. One side is natural woodland, green and full of variety of plants, and the other is a monoculture Sitka spruce plantation and its barren Brown and dark and has nothing growing the difference is abs- it really is absolutely stark Eve, thank you so much and i 'm looking at the two pictures and the the Sitka spruce plantation looks like twenty eight days later, and then Narnia is on the other side like it 's absolutely unbelievable really interesting yeah he 's a great guy isn 't he like' i 'll well, be watching that space definitely and you know, we just don 't know how 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 bad deforestation is until we 're reminded constantly. I'm feeling utterly connected with the earth today. I'm going to walk home on my bare feet. Oh, I'm actually cycling again today. I might cycle home barefoot. I am, really. That was a great programme today. Thank you so much. Clare Bourne is back after the news and I will see you a at nine o'clock.